Welcome to episode 253 of Nerd Girl Knits. I'm Chris, also known as Genetics. And I'm Katie, also known as Naughty Nerd. And it's still February, so we're managing to get two episodes ah! in one month. Woohoo! <laughs> Assuming that the technology cooperates. Yeah. So how have you been? Been good. Been very busy. I'm actively working two jobs now, and... <laughs> In the last three days, I've worked 30 hours, which is a lot for me. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, that's a lot for everyone, right? Normally, it's like eight hours a day. Yeah. Nine to five. Yeah. And and two of those days, I was working like ten and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So, I'm very tired. Did you remember to get your watch yesterday? But other than being very tired, I'm okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm recovering from a cold, so if I sound funny, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, it's on the charger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's been something going around, and my husband got it first, and it apparently lingers for about three weeks, so. I have it, and Hannah has come down with it in the last couple days. Charlie's the only one who hasn't caught it yet, thankfully. Maybe she's immune like that time that you and Charlie had pneumonia and I was totally fine. Could be. Could be something she's been exposed to already. For her sake, I hope so, because I was never running a fever, so I don't think it was flu. But it's just all sinus and congestion. Like, it started for me on a Tuesday when I was working from home and I could not stop sneezing. And then the next day I was completely stuffed up, so... I've been having problems like that too, but I think it's because the weather has been changing drastically. Like one day it'll be 50, and then the next day it'll be 20. The same thing's happening. Like it'll be 30 for two days, and then it'll be 60 again. It's like, yeah, the same thing's happening here. So a bunch of the trees are starting to bud already, and then it's going to be cold again. So I'm looking at my tree out my window, and it hasn't started doing that yet. (laughs) <laughs> but I would not be surprised if the next time it gets warm, it's like, oh, finally. <laughs> right. Like I've seen some of the dogwood trees in the neighborhood have flowers on them already. And the red buds on campus are the same way. So our trees don't have mm. flowers typically. So they're still <laughs> dormant, which is good. So what have you been working on? Yeah. Um, sweater and a sock. And by and a sock, I mean I started a sock last night, but I'll talk about the sweater first. Just let me finish this round. Thankfully, the back of this thing is all stockinette, so it should be pretty quick. There we go. Yep, so sweater challenge ends on March 7th. I'm panicking just a little bit because once I'm done with this other sleeve, I have to do a button band. Yeah. um, Which requires picking up five million stitches and putting <laughs> buttons on it. Do you have buttons? What are you doing? What? No, not yet. Honey, it's a reflection on the wall. Don't <laughs> bring yourself up there, please. The squirrels have been teasing him today. Yeah. But yeah, so I finished. Oh, that's cute. Sleeve. Yep. And I am on the black section. On the second sleeve. So you decided to do the sleeves one at a time? Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> well, so I was working on this one, and uh-huh. then the the we don't like sports, but we like knitting Super Bowl party happened. Yeah. At um, the yarn shop, and I didn't have another needle with me to start the other one. Yeah. So I just ended up doing the whole sleeve. And the interesting thing, so the end of it's all like this four by one rib, and then you end it with an I cord, which I thought would make it not stretchy, but it's still. Hmm? I so figured out how to do stretchy I cords. I don't know how I did it. So that's Hopefully the cuff. I can replicate it. Mm hmm. Cool. On the sleeve. Yeah. And that's people different. Were I've never the seen cord help finish like that way. Yeah, they were saying the I cord helps it actually stay like down and it doesn't yeah. fall over their hands, and I'm like, ah, yeah, that's why they did that. <laughs> but yeah, also when I pick up the button band, I'll have to get all of these live stitches because it's it's a provisional be cast easy, though. I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, so. I'm getting there. I just have to keep working on it. <laughs> and what about your sock? Yeah, so one of my childhood friends passed away back in October and they had her celebration of life in Lawrence last night so I couldn't go. But I decided to start designing a sock and once I have the pattern like written up and on Ravelry every time I sell a pattern, I'm going to make a donation to the foundation her mom started in her memory. Yeah. And what they do is like every year they'll pick a recipient of like this money and it's someone that's like making a, a decent change in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who she said she picked this year because she's already picked them. But it's... um. I know it's a group of women in India. I just don't remember what they do. Okay. But I guess she met them when she went to um, spread some of her ashes at the Taj Mahal. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm almost to the end of this row, so give me a second. I am still working on my shawl. Working on the thing with really long rows, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Really long rows. And they keep getting longer because I'm adding two stitches every row. And every fourth row, I'm adding four stitches still. So I'm looking at the pattern because it'll tell me what it what it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, so it's make one rights that I have a hard time with. And what it says for make one right, reading the glossary. Yeah, come in from the back and knit into the front. And that, I have a hard time getting the right needle through that front stitch because it's twist, it's going to be twisted, right? So it's tighter. Make one left, I can totally do. But I do it the way you do, where I I stick the <laughs> I stick the right needle in the back of the like pick it up that way and then loop it over and then do it right. Cause yep, that is way easier. <clears throat> so I've been working on my color yeah. affection, and I finished the three row Yay. stripes. Woohoo! 
So those are all done. So now you're just on the big solid section. I'm the on the solid section, and I've done one repeat. And I've, this is the start, the first row of the second repeat, and I have to go until I have about two inches of purple. And then I'll be ready to bind it off. So. Yay! Yeah, making progress. But that's the only thing I've worked on. <laughs> I'm generally happier being a monogamous knitter anyway. And the next thing I want to finish is the one and a half pair of socks that I have sitting over here from our last knit along from last year. And then I also have a couple of skeins of yarn that I've balled up. That's your thinking face. Huh? Which pair of socks? They're right here so I can show you. I, I, I'm just trying to remember which. Oh, right. Mm hmm. Wow, I had completely forgotten about those. Yeah, and they're gorgeous, and I love the yarn, and I don't have enough blue yeah, socks. Yeah, they're so pretty. Yeah. Yeah, you have more orange socks than you do blue socks, you weirdo. <laughs> so I want to finish these because they're almost done. I say I... with love. <laughs> right, exactly. And then I have a couple of skeins of yarn that I had wound for projects that didn't turn out, that I want to make something out of because they're already wound right i don't i don't want to leave them in that state and not make something out of them. they're already ready to go i just have to figure out what to do with them right so yeah and that's four projects i think i put maybe nine on my list for this year plus i have yarn for that sweater that i want to do so but I'm going to finish those yeah, socks first. I'm looking at my challenge tab right now to see what's on there. I have finished one of the things on no. my challenge tab because I made Charlie's mittens. So, Yeah, so my, my I've completed one thing. Yeah, but me like too. My, my sweater for me is on there. The mitten, the fingerless mitts for Alex. The sock. My hot pink sock that I have one of. I need to knit the other one. Mm-hmm. The giant green blanket of death is on here, but it was on my challenge for last year too, so we'll see. <laughs> my blanket is not on my challenge list. That is the only one of my it... blankets that is. Yeah. Because I've got to finish this applied edging and then it's like one more stockinette thing and one more applied edging. Yeah. And the applied edgings go by pretty fast because you're only working like twenty stitches at a time. Excuse me. <laughs> the sweater for him, which I also want to finish by the sweater party so I can bring him to the yarn store. Yeah. Um, the pink socks I'm going to make for Amber and then there's a test knit that I have to finish. Okay. The pattern's already out though so I'm the worst test knitter alive. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do well with dead deadline knitting, obviously. <laughs> Not even my own deadlines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm either really great at deadline knitting or it takes me like three years to give someone a pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is no in-between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still haven't written up my um, a la carte sock pattern to, like, send out to test knitters. Because I suck. <laughs> mm. 
And we don't have any brain Because I wanted to have that, like, ready for sale. No, I don't. Yeah. I do have a little bit of geekery, though. So the, the second book in Cressida Cowell's Wizards of Once series came out late last year, I think maybe in October. And it's one that there's two books in the series, and I had listened to the first one with Charlie probably last year at some point. Um, and I was waiting for the audiobooks to come out because they're read by David Tennant, who read her entire How to Train Your Dragon series. And he's fabulous. But the story is about Iron Age Britain is when it's set, and there are three groups that live in what's called the Wildwood. There are warriors who have iron, and there are wizards who have magic, but their magic doesn't work on iron. And then there are witches who are kind of the ancient enemy of both of the other groups. And the, the witches are really strange. They have, like, wings and... F yeah, like, <laughs> not the, the not witches like you would think of Salem witches, right? So... No, well, <laughs> no broomsticks and you know pointy hats. That's not what's going on here. <laughs> and Sorry, he's being really weird, and I have to get a picture of what he's doing to put on my Instagram for later. Uh, so like, my view while podcasting. The two main characters. There's a a boy who is the son of the wizard king, and the way magic works in the the wizarding population is your magic comes in about the time you hit puberty and this boy is 13 and his magic hasn't come right. in yet so he's like willing to do anything to to get magic and he has an older brother who's kind of a jerk right so he's kind of kind of, sort of like you know, um the disney movie sword in the stone where there's little puny arthur okay. and then k is the older <laughs> stronger better at everything knight right so that's kind of the dynamic here and then the yeah. the female main character is this warrior girl named Wish who actually has magic. She has a magic eye, although she doesn't know that it's a magic eye at first. And she also is able to bring things to like inanimate objects to life. So she has an iron spoon. That's like her best friend that rides around on her shoulder. <laughs> and it's, it's the series is kind of the story of how these kids are trying to save their communities from the witches. And it's okay. really, it's really funny. The, the second story opens with the, the wizard boy in prison for like misusing magic, something that happened at the end of the first story. And he, he's trying to break out. Right. And he has a, a werewolf that he met in the prison that's his friend. And, you know, they're okay. trying to... And there's giants and fairies and all kinds of magical creatures and stuff. Oh, and awesome. there's a part of the second story where they're on this trek and they camp for the night. And each one of the, the magical creatures is kind of singing the song of his people. And David Tennant is... Like, there's music in the background, and he's singing <laughs> these different songs, yeah. That's awesome. And he does all the voices and everything, yeah. He's, it's fantastic. Although, the books look really good, too, because I, 
scene like Cressida Cowell doing a reading from the first one and she's flipping through the pages and it has all kinds of illustrations and stuff. Oh, cool. Which look really neat, yeah. So I may have to get the books for Charlie too so she can read them. You need to introduce Charlie to the Charlie Bone books. Yeah, she might like those. She's you, about that age now. You don't think they're too scary? I wasn't sure how scary they were. They're not, like, super, super scary. Think of, like, the last chapter of the first Harry Potter book. That's pretty scary. You had, like, covers pulled up to here. I was, like, four. You were six, not six, four. Whatever. <laughs> He's almost ten. Yeah. And if she's seen the movie, I feel like, you know, the Charlie Bone ones aren't going to be that bad. And she's seen all the movies, so. Yeah. From what I can remember, nobody dies in any of those books either. Okay. Or, like, they'll disappear and go missing for a while, but they come back. Okay. And in a couple of years, all of my Looney Snicket books should still be at that house. Uh... Problem. I mean, did you have them when we moved here? I should have. So, yeah, I mean, if they were still in your room, then they're in the tub. They weren't in my room. The last time I remember seeing them, they were, like... Maybe I did get rid of them, and if so, I hate past me. I think you might have. Well, that was dumb. Um, <laughs> Charlie needs to read those, too, when she gets a little bit older. She needs to be a little bit older, yeah. I was not. <laughs> and that's probably why I have such a twisted sense of humor. Well, I think I read the first one, maybe the first couple, to you. I think you did. Yeah. I should check and see if, they, if the library has those on audio, because I could listen to them with her. Yeah. I don't know who did. I know that they did audiobooks for them. I wonder if Lemony Snicket is the one. I that think he's. Does I think he's the one that reads them. Actually, can we just get Patrick Warburton to read you all of them? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> he's he's the one who plays Lemony Snicket in the TV show, and he does a really good job. Oh yeah, yeah. So there are audiobooks. Who does the reading? And they're like through a little over three hours. Yeah, that would that narrated would be... by full cast and Tim Curry. Oh my gosh! Yeah, okay, I got to check my library. But yeah, you need to do that. <laughs> We're finishing up a, a different series right now, but as soon as that's over, yeah. There is a lot of death, though. Yeah, I know. I remember from not anything horrific, but well, Uncle Monty. We can try one and see what she thinks. And then she can watch the TV show. <laughs> yeah, which is on Netflix, and it's probably even, because hers is just the kid account, so. I didn't have to put in the PIN number to be able to watch it. So right, it's yeah, not like so it's probably, like, she might have already watched it. I don't know. Probably not. All right, you have anything else? I don't think so. I've been so busy working, I haven't gotten to do anything, like, fun, really, so. <laughs> yeah. Same here. And I've been too sick to do... Adulting! Yay! Woo! Yeah. Alright. So, we're gonna go. 
you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Yep. Bye.